Hey, Junior Nation, now more than ever, exclusive, entertaining, and free content from the world of Dale Earnhardt Jr. is no further away than your fingertips. It's all thanks to Dale Jr.'s Dirty Mo' Radio presented by Exalta. All eight Dirty Mo' Radio podcasts are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and, of course, DaleJr.com. So whether you're at home, at work, in the gym, on the run, or just hanging out, Dirty Mo' Radio gives Junior Nation its newest and most versatile way yet to plug directly into the world of Earnhardt anytime, anywhere. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. She was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> Did you not hear it when I went Oh, in? yeah. Every time. Welcome to another episode of Junior Women's Sports Upfront, presented by K1 Speed. I'm your host, Justin Olgar, and alongside me today in the Exalta studio is Jonathan Davis. We're yep. both here for once. Yep, yep. Together. Trying, to get, back trying to get back on track here. <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, we have yeah. a big, big chase contender here. Yeah, Justin absolutely. I, that's why I missed last week. Yeah. Yeah, the, the pressure of the chase got to me and I missed. <laughs> <laughs> I needed some quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we want to thank Exalta for its continued support and urge you to head over to ExaltaRacing.com. Check out photos and news on the number 88 Exalta Chevy. Be sure to visit ExaltaRacing.com every week for the latest news. Uh, if you don't know, Alex Bowman uh, was in the car last week at uh, New Hampshire, and Jeff Gordon will be Jeff in the car Gordon. again this weekend at Dover. Yep. So you can look at pictures from that from last week and obviously keep up with what's going on this week uh, with, with Jeff Gordon. So that's going to be good. Jeff's yeah. obviously really good at Dover. So he's pretty good there. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's okay. Uh, I think he'll make it in this sport, you know. <laughs> um, he tried yeah. to get out once. He just couldn't get away. <laughs> right, right. He he tried. It sucked him back in. Uh, um, well, it was a good weekend. It was a very good weekend, company wise. Yeah, I mean, my weekend didn't go great, but it was a lot. Crisis averted. I will tell you this: nothing short of spectacular, though. I told Justin yesterday when I talked to him, I was like, "Damn, the restarts are <laughs> unbelievable," <laughs> and. You know, it's always that way with a new pave. When they repave racetracks, they end up being one lane, really fast, no passing. Yeah. And it was. So restarts were at a premium, and you had to get what you can get. But there weren't many cars that could run the outside on a restart and make it work. And but I just exploited that <laughs> to the best of my ability. Like Man. I made sure that I, I did everything I could to make sure that it was – as spectacular it as possible. It, it was very spectacular. See, the problem is when you get crashed or you crash or something crazy happens like we had. So for those of you who don't know, we actually lost a left front fender. It's kind of a weird Still can't explain circumstance. It. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it either. I lost the top of the fender, and the hood got destroyed. But I didn't damage the nose. But I hit the car in front of me. So we're still not sure how the nose didn't just absolutely get ripped apart, considering that the fender did and the hood did. But... That's neither here nor I there. I think <laughs> that's probably what helped save your day. Oh, for you sure. You still had all that downforce. The, the splitter was still in good shape. Yes. Yeah. So all things considering, we should have had a bad day. We crashed. And, and here's the worst part. We made it all the way until like 60 to go. And, uh, you know, and then we crashed. Yeah. Like you couldn't have crashed on lap one when there was 87 cautions in the middle of part of the race. <laughs> we had to crash at the end where there's no time to fix it. But I will say this. Jason Burdett and all the guys in the 17, uh, they did a good job keeping me calm. I only saw one color, uh, and it was the color of my race car usually. <laughs> <laughs> so they were really good at keeping me calm 
keep me going in a forward direction, and we passed a lot of cars. That's a good thing. Yeah. I think we we got a we probably had a really good stat of green flag passes. I'm just gonna yeah, I would just have to throw say. that out there. I will say this: it did worry me. The one time I saw you coming down the back stretch, probably three four laps into the run after it happened, and the hood was like <laughs> ding 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 <laughs> up and down and up and down. I was like, that is never good, and they're still like. <laughs> so I, I asked Jason on one of the cautions near the end of the race. I said, hey, bud, um, I'll take a drink, and I could probably use a little piece of bear bond for the edge of the hood because the hood hinge was, like, laid flat, and I was afraid that it was going to blow off, right? So I'm like, I'll take some, some bear bond. The problem is he's like, eh, well, how, how bad do you think it is? Do we really need to take the time to put it on? I'm like, that's up to you. So long story short, I come in after the race, and I pit. And I get out of the car, and I'm like, I don't know what they had to bear bonded it to. There was nothing there to <laughs> bear bond to. Like, Billy, under the caution, had just taken a Sawzall, and he was, like, right down the middle of the, the, the side of the, the fender there and down yeah. the side of the door. So there was really nothing to bear bond to. Nothing to so attach. Yeah, needless to say, um, we got very, very lucky. Yes. But as a company, we did really good. Yes. So Elliot Sadler, for those of you that don't know, won the race. He also advanced in the – Next round, the round, round of eight, eight, which is really, really cool. Uh, I felt so bad for Josh Berry. Yeah, Josh had yeah. an amazing night. He was running. He ran second. great all night, but he's running second. And then I don't know if something – I don't know what happened. And even Josh doesn't yeah. know what happened. Um, but coming off a of turn four, he went from the bottom to the top in a hurry. Yes. And the, the, the challenge was the, 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 the outside wall was there to, to keep him in bounds. The problem is is that – our cars don't like to hit a no. safer barrier wall. So uh, caution came out. He was able to come down, get some tires, go back out. Still got a great finish out of the day. Um, and definitely and, and not what did. he uh, deserved. Yeah, I mean, night. he was going to finish well inside the top five pretty Absolutely. easily, I yeah. think, um, had things gone had things gone well. And then uh, Cole finished sixth at the truck race. So yeah. that was a good day for Cole. He actually, like, y'all ran well all day. I mean, it was a, it was a good race. We struggled in practice, um, just trying to find some balance for him, um, but made a bunch of changes to start the race, and actually we're moving forward. Um, I think we were inside the top six. I think we were six. Came in for a pit stop, came back out, and one lap into the run, he spun out trying to pass somebody. Yeah. So, of course, you know, at Loudon, it's all about track position and not pitting. And, and tires. And tires. Well, not really, though. It was not. You guys wasn't? The cup race was, for sure. Got, well, I say that, and then the guys put tires on, and they really didn't go anywhere at the end. But. You know, we, we uh, one lap after the restart, we spun out, came back in, pitted, and drove all the way back up to six. So, tires, something, I don't really think so. Track position is so important. Yeah, there. it's it's so hard to pass there. I mean, it's flat. It's slow corners. They're wide corners, but they're slow. Yeah. No grip. Yeah, that's a... A tough one to get uh, to get into. So it was definitely a. Uh, we I think we were were sitting down talking with Cole, Marcus, and uh, Philip, our engineer. I think we've spun out seven times in the last like eight or nine races. That's not <laughs> Luckily, good. haven't hit anything, but just haven't been able to have a. Uh, what do I want to say? Not mistake free, but a, a issue problem. free, issue free <laughs> race. So I think we put that together, and it's going to be pretty tough to beat. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Uh, speaking of tough to beat, last week's show, <laughs> having Grady on, uh, I did hear about it all week, as we said. Yes. 
because Patton is mad at us, mm-hmm. putting Grady on instead of him. Yep, Patton is um, mad at us. Yeah. Well, uh, I told him at Loudon when I saw him that maybe if he would listen to our show more often and not just select events, mm-hmm. we might have him back on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he could tell me a couple topics that we've talked about <laughs> in recent weeks. The I question is, do you think Grady can do that? I don't know that Grady can do that either. Uh, well, yeah, but no. But Grady wasn't poking to be on every week. Yeah. This is true. This, this is true. is Ryan Patton saying, I can be on the show. Let me be on the show. Yeah. I was so good when I was on the show. Our ratings were so high when I was on the show. And they were. They were for that week, but yeah. every show's ratings are good that week. <laughs> it's just the week. It's if it can stay in for the weeks after. Um, I want to compare numbers for Gra- Patton's week would versus be Grady's so week. Sad. I know he would. Uh, uh, Grady did do a good job. You guys laughed a lot. Oh my gosh. That let me tell you something. <coughs> As a producer, I'm not exactly sure what my job was last week because I made a show sheet, sent it out. We Nothing. didn't touch one single topic on that freaking show sheet. <laughs> I like to circle around. I like yeah, to, you know. It's like, you ever see, my wife will kill me when I say this, you ever see that diagram of a woman shopping where the the line goes in and it's like, <laughs> I don't think I've yep. seen that. Oh, man, it's awesome. And then there's a diagram of a guy shopping and it's. That <laughs> 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 is kind of true, though. I, I won't lie. I'm a, I'm a browser, though. I won't uh, lie. Once I get in. Not it. If I go to the store, like once I get in, I'm I'm in trouble. Nope. Because I'm a shiny red ball. <laughs> like I have way too Ooh, much ADD. Shiny nickel. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, you know what? I need something like that. Oh, that's really cool looking. I better. I better well, you know it. what? If I go over in that aisle, it's not <laughs> even better. Right. Yeah. So, needless to say, I I have a, I have planned my route mm, when I walk in the no, front door. I have not. My wife. I usually it. try to stay super organized in the grocery store. You know why? Because if you don't. You go in there for three things, and you come out with $200 <laughs> worth of groceries, and you're like, oh, man, I, I forgot the eggs I yeah. came here for. Crap. I do that all the time. I always forget one thing, and oh, it happens yeah. to be, like, the most important, important. item that you yeah, need. Yeah, like you're going to make salad that yeah. night. You get <laughs> lettuce. Er, no, you forget the lettuce. You get tomatoes, <laughs> cucumbers, everything. Get home. Yeah. <laughs> I would agree with that. My wife gets mad at me. She's like, how did you forget the lettuce? Well, I always go to the store whenever I'm hungry. True. Like, it never yeah. fails. I'm always hungry. And True. And then you're like, oh, that looks good. I'll take that. I'll take 10 of those. Yeah, absolutely. In Publix, I don't know why they always start off with the bakery. Because then you just feel like you need everything in the bakery. They do that on purpose. I know, and it duh. gets me every time. I will tell you this, though. If you like the free sushi. Yeah. The free sushi. Yeah. They got wine sampling, too. It's yeah. amazing. Okay. Instant chiller, too. That thing was awesome. The whole thing. Yeah, it's an, it's an experience. <laughs> <laughs> Publix is my safe place. <laughs> oh boy! I All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone downhill in a hurry. With that though, why don't we take? Let's a go quick to daring w- assumptions. Why, why don't we take a quick commercial break? And when we come back, we're going to chat about a few different topics. Kerry Earnhardt here. Tune in this Friday to Earnhardt Outdoors as Hank Parker Jr. and I cover everything from the great outdoors to the activities that strengthen the bonds and families and friendships. That's Earnhardt Outdoors right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. Well, welcome back, everybody. Let's hit on our topics so my producer does not yell at the talent this week. Yeah. I didn't get yelled at last week, just FYI. FYI, Justin was not here to be yelled at. No. Topic number one, (laughs) as it reads on the sheet. Chase versus regular season. Yes. Now there's a couple bulletin bullet points here I would like to hit. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> Jonathan is being extra. Uh, How much attentive. has the weeks changed since making the chase? So how much has your week changed since making the chase? Um. <laughs> now that we can read like normal people. Uh, you know, the, the biggest thing for me is just I feel like the weeks have gotten shorter. You know, you, you, you do the same thing every week, right? We get used to the same schedule and the same thing. But when the chase is around, there's obviously a lot more stuff going on leading up to the races. There's a lot of stuff at the track. You know, like this week, I actually was in Philadelphia this morning uh, for an event with NASCAR and Xfinity. Uh, we were there all day yesterday. And it's just things like that that just kind of add to the to the weeks. Uh, but at the same time, I think that makes it great because even though there's a pressure and you know that the chase is, is going on and there's all those things going on around you, the more you can stay focused on something else, it keeps your mind off of, okay, we're in the chase. Now right. we got to stay in the chase. Yep. Um, you know, we had a good Kentucky. wasn't great, but we had a good Kentucky. could have been a lot worse. So, Absolutely. you know, that helps with – the pressure for this week, uh, but now you know if we go have a bad week this week, then next week, I may not, I may not be back on the show next week. You never know. I yeah. may be, I may be aggravated. I may <laughs> be ready to come back on. Who knows? You'll never know what's, uh, what's gonna happen. But <laughs> he may quit next week. He may quit next week. Yeah, I don't know. You just never really know. So, um, had a really good trip yesterday, though. We went to um, the Philadelphia Boys and Girls Club and got to talk to a lot of, a lot of kids that. It it was crazy to watch. You know, seeing these kids sit there. Uh, super attentive, asking like the one guy, uh, the one kid. His fr the very first question we get, we open it up for questions for the kids, and he says, "What changes t can you make to your car um, to affect? Uh, I want to get the word right here, efficiency." How old now this is element yeah. elementary age kids. Awesome. Man. And I'm like, you know, because we we didn't know what questions we needed to talk about and how deep to go into like yeah. technology. Right. You know, side of things, and so we were we were blew you out of the water. For yeah, like I was like, awesome. So <laughs> then every question after that, you're just like, I'm si I felt really bad because I felt like my jaw was probably sitting <laughs> on the table. But the <laughs> questions that they were asking were unbelievable. That's awesome. And uh, so the cool thing was is is one kid asked me. He said, you know, what made you, um, what made you stick with being a race car race car driver? Like, what made you push through all of the hard times? And I was like, man, you don't think about it in the time in when you're doing it, you know, but um, to be able to sit there and have those kids just be super into it and, and listening and, and and being a part of the conversation, just absolutely awesome. And then we went to an Xfinity store last night. And I did feel like you blended in with those kids very well. I, 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 I told them all that they I matched saw a picture. me. It was like red, red. Oh, look, Justin blends right in. They're <laughs> and, their sh and their shirts, so it was their school uniform. So we yep. were actually in the school. But it's the Boys and Girls Club chapter that is – it's actually across the street the, the chapter, like, headquarters is. But they allow them to meet in the school, like, right yeah. after school gets out. So <coughs> all of these kids were still in their school uniforms, which just happened to be a nice bright red polo. <laughs> and it matched my fire suit perfectly. So it, it worked out really well. Um, it's funny. But it was, it was just an incredible experience. And then we went to a, an Xfinity store, uh, demoed the Xfinity X1, which – I'm really jealous that we don't have it right now in Charlotte, so you can't get X1. We we use the Xfinity app a lot and do all the things here, but we can't get the X1 uh, service here in Charlotte. And so we're going through and using the new remote that they've got, and it's amazing. I mean, you just literally talk into it. It'll take you where you want to go. Like, the guy's like, what, what's an actor? Say, give me an actor. And I was like, Tom Cruise. He talks into it, Tom Cruise, boom. Every movie Tom Cruise is in pulls it right up. 
And I'm just like, That's okay, awesome. this is really cool. And then, not only that, all of the NASCAR chase grids are on there live. Like, you can watch the – you can see where everybody, everybody's at, what the points are. Like, it's it's amazing. So, huge props to Xfinity for that. That was, that was that really cool. That Although, we really need it in cool. Charlotte. Um, just I'm making my request. Hands up, making a request. Um we definitely need it in Charlotte. So that was that was a good time. Although I did say uh, I was in Philadelphia this morning. Uh, I had a Oh wait, wait. You were in Philadelphia. Did uh, you get a cheesesteak? I did not. <laughs> yeah, I know. What is <laughs> what is the cheesesteak place we're supposed to go to? Is it There was a Geno's in the airport. No, it's not the one. There's one. It's like literally people at lunchtime down the street. Yeah. And you walk in and it's kind of like you lean up against the the glass there, the sneeze guard. <laughs> you order, you order your cheesesteak, and I mean, there is a griddle full of meat and cheese and peppers and onions. You get it, and you better sit down and eat and get your butt out because there's 150 more people ready to roll. Yeah, we didn't have time. We uh, were literally on a. I'm my sure my the media tour usually is a whirlwind. Yeah. So my lunch yesterday was a bag of snacks from the convenience store. <laughs> we had uh, beef jerky. We had Love. Kit Kat bars. Jack Link. We had, it was actually, yes. <laughs> we had uh, Doritos. We had... Uh, Fritos? We didn't have any Fritos. Um, i trying to think what else was in the bag. Did you have an amp? Uh, Kickstart. Kick them off, okay. amp. <laughs> actually, they not on that trip. We had Pepsi. They had cans of Pepsi because the convenience store was out of bottles of Pepsi, so we had to get a can. So oh. it was a can of Pepsi. Um, nice. It was a very eclectic bag full of <laughs> full of <laughs> snacks. Um, but it was good. It was really good. But obviously, I think um, going back to our, our actual topic of, of what we were talking about, uh, I think the chase will change more as the weeks go on. Yes. So as the longer you stay in, the more focus is on less drivers, the more pressure you put on yourself, the more pressure the team's got on them. So, you know, I think I think for right now it's pretty easy. It's just like normal. You know, we're yeah. we're kind of running the same way we would normally. The next one, if we're fortunate enough to make the next round, gets harder. And then ultimately, you know, you get down to the final four and then yeah. it's all bets are off. Homestead is going to be interesting. Yeah, that's an understatement. What uh, about uh what about you guys on the truck team? I mean obviously not to bring up a bad subject, but the chase didn't happen this year, nope. which is not a big deal. I mean, you guys have run really well. It's just been a series a of bad luck. Start. Yeah, we got a late start on our good, our good season. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's a, a fair assessment. So what um, what do you do now? What what is the final you know six races? We actually sat down last week and you know kind of talked about the rest of our season and what's what our goals were, and um, we're looking to one win that first race for the season, but two is kind of build for next year. You right. know, we're not sure who, what, if will drive the truck team next year, but our goal is, and Cole's was too, is to, to build for next year. Right. 2017, you know, we can go for broke. We can make take chances that other guys can't now. They're points racing. They're racing those guys for to get to the next round of the chase, and we're not, you know, we, we can, uh, we might be in a lap or so short on fuel. We're going to chance it. Because right. we can go for broke now. So um, it has changed somewhat. As far as preparation, it has not. Um, everything's still 
is on go. Uh, we did fix the Chicago truck. Um, the left side was torn off of it from uh, bike beating and banging under caution. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we cut the side off. Uh, the guys at the fab shop fixed it and uh, turned it right back around. The guys in the body shop here were awesome. Uh, we got the truck home Monday, stripped it. It was out the door Monday night to the body hangers. Uh, Jerry Painter and those guys did an awesome job. Turned it right back around Tuesday, got it back to us, dropped it off in the body shop Wednesday morning. Thursday morning it was to us at our shop. We assembled it. And uh, then, of course, the road guys left Thursday afternoon or Friday morning, I'm sorry, Friday morning. And when we got back Monday morning, it was sitting on the plate ready for uh, us to set up and pull down. So, Which your trip this weekend to Vegas <coughs> makes it logistically a nightmare. I mean, yes. we do the same thing yeah. in the spring, but uh, we're going to have the same thing for Phoenix. You know, we have to be there on Thursday. Yeah. So that means the hauler's got to leave on Tuesday yep. to even make it in time. So yep. it makes these weeks uh, shorter. Short. Yeah, very it's short. Very short. So um, we, uh, I think we worked, I think we worked till eight thirty nine o'clock Monday night um, doing all the pull down stuff. Uh, and then Tuesday came in. Luckily, what the guys did when we left, we have three guys that stay back at the shop. They did all the nut and bolt, all the checklisting stuff. So um, when we did the setup, really the only things we had to check were the things we undid. Mm -hmm. And there was really nothing to undo. The setup's pretty similar um, from Chicago to Las Vegas. Uh, we did change some things spring-wise, that sort of stuff. But So the checklist Tuesday morning was very short. Mm -hmm. um, got to spend a good bit of the day Tuesday just nitpicking things, which is awesome. And, and that's where races are won and lost is the that details. last little bit of details that, you know, I felt, I feel like the first part of the year we weren't getting to do that. And now that Marcus and Philip have come along that, that we've had that time and organization to be able to, to spend a half a day or a day just nitpicking things and doing the fine tuning stuff that I feel like those, those guys up front that are winning races have gotten to do. Mm -hmm. So I would agree with that. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about Vegas. I feel like Cole will um, Cole will uh, will do very well there. So we will uh, we will know Saturday night. I like it. I don't think we're gonna be able to watch it, right? Because yeah. we you'll probably will be, be on, on a plane, plane. right? Mm, more it than starts likely, at yeah. three. Yeah, more I than think likely. We'll be on a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully Megan decides to drive to the airport this week. Yes. Oh. So last week, we land, <laughs> and we're going to our cars, and Ashley says, hey, Megan, do you do you need a ride? And I was like, no, I have my car here. Megan is our PR rep for the 17th. And Ashley's like, well, how did you get your car here? She's like, what do you mean? You flew commercially. She's like, you're right, I did. I don't have a car here. <laughs> like, that oh, all right. Awesome. So then she scrambles and tries to go find Kelsey so that Kelsey can give her ride home. Well, usually, oh, usually when we get off the plane, we'll go straight to like the airport, like office or whatever, and we'll finish our report. Uh, yeah. I was so tired. It was like three thirty. It was like three thirty in the morning. Kind of late. I was so tired, and I sent mine out when we were on the plane. Like those wheels touched the ground, mm -hmm. and it was out. Like as soon as we touched down. I always know when the airplane lands. Yeah. Because I get three <laughs> emails. Yeah. Josh Maston, Kelsey Tucker, <laughs> and Megan. 
Yeah. So Megan, I thought Megan was going to the like terminal. I told her I was like, if you have like if you need something, like just let me know. Well, then I see her like walking this way, and I was like, what are you doing? Are you just gonna send it in your car? And she goes, I don't, I have, don't a car. have a car. But she kept walking with me, and I'm like you following me does that mean that i'm <laughs> taking you home and she's like yes please <laughs> well then megan never turned her phone off airplane mode and so i get a call from ashley and i'm like why is ashley allgaier calling me and i answered i'm like hello and she goes did megan find a ride and i was like yeah she's sitting beside me and she's like oh, okay we hadn't left yet because we wanted to make sure she had a ride <laughs> we're sitting in the parking lot of the <laughs> airport and i'm like no no, no she's in my she's in i my did car. i did like your wife's snapchat like 3:45 bedtime poor <laughs> 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 The, the crazy part is, I mean, Harper did finally fall asleep, but it's literally at the landing, <laughs> right? Which is pretty common for yeah. her. So she falls asleep. It's 2 o'clock in the morning, right? 8.15, 8.30 the next day. Boom, she's up like clockwork. And oh. like, oh, this is miserable. <laughs> so literally, <laughs> uh, I got up, and I was like sitting on the couch with a blanket over me and letting her play. And I'm like one eye like halfway open yeah. like trying to turn something on tv that's really exciting so i watched the race back i figured that was a tip yeah. that's a good way to do it right yeah. watch the race back see the mistakes that you make um well when i had to take you guys home because someone left their left keys. their car keys no 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 no, no didn't lost. leave lost, lost and still have not found yes really yes. really that sucks that's terrible i'm telling you they're they're somebody has them yeah <laughs> I just Somebody's don't know who got that them. somebody is. Well, Harper wasn't asleep that trip either. She was no. in the car. She was wide awake. And then, and then she I will fell tell asleep this. as soon as we uh, were, like, pulling into the house. Yeah. I, Meredith and I still talk about it. That night at the lake house, I'm, like, total trooper. It was, what, 1030? 11. 11 yeah. o'clock. And she was tired, but she was sweet as can be. Yeah. I mean, and not crabby. I know I'm crabby <laughs> when I'm tired. So this morning I got back just in time to meet them at school. So we landed – and I drove. I left the airport, drove straight to the school, and met him, and was able to take Harper into to class. And it was so funny because I got there and I pulled up, and so I got out of my truck and I was kind of parked in front of Ashley's car. She walked around the door and she saw me, and she just took off running, <laughs> big old hug, and she's like, "Daddy, I missed you." And I was <laughs> like, "I'm only gone for 24 hours, but yep, yep uh, this That's is the awesome. most amazing thing ever." So yeah, yeah it's That's uh, cute. it was really cool. That's cute. All right, so our, our paper here says fast lane, yeah. but I'm pretty sure that Jonathan – do you know what it is? Yeah, I got hit so with it last so week. So wait, that means he didn't listen to last week's show. Ooh. I did not listen to the whole thing. No, you're correct. Ooh. Yep. So felt like we needed something else on the show. Okay. So The daring assumption just isn't enough. No, we need something <coughs> else. We need something more. Ooh. So fast lane is like fast thoughts. You have to tell me the – First thing that comes to mind. All right. So last week, Grady didn't really understand that. He took a couple minutes to like try to get his thoughts together. It's quick thoughts. The first thing that comes like to your mind. Like the shock test. Yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. yeah. So it's the first thing that comes to mind. Are we both doing this? Yes. So yeah. you both have to give me your okay. first one, and only I will have the topics. You guys oh, won't I, ever I, have yep. the topics. I obviously. All right. Number one. Elliot Sadler's locked into the round of eight. Awesome. Amazing. The Steelers get destroyed by the Eagles. So disappointing. Shocking. Carson Elledge turns 16 and gets her driver's license. Scared to death. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> William Byron wins for the sixth time this season. Not shocked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, That that's not even. Nothing. Go back to Carson. Nothing surprising. <laughs> Proud to. 
proud to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fact that she passed the test and got her driver's I license. That didn't surprise me one bit. Hey, no, no, this is even better. So somebody right here, producer, Uh-oh. and Natalie are upstairs in Natalie's office <laughs> going over road signs <laughs> and taking fake driving tests because they have to switch their driver's license over. Um, well Natalie and I are trying to take tests. And Carson's trying to tell us the answers, and I mean, because Natalie and I are not doing that great, <laughs> and Carson's telling us all the answers, so we need Carson for Ta- the test. Yeah, the road so signs we've got. It's the. It's just the like written question. Yeah. yeah, like what to do when you're following a school bus and it turns the red lights on. Pass well, no. it. No, no, <laughs> like I knew that one, but it's like <laughs> the point system, because like yeah. in Florida, yeah. it's like different, mm. like. It's a little different in Florida, so I'm going Florida stuff. How about an attorney told me one time, he's like, I can pretty much get you out of anything in the world. But if you pass a school bus with its lights on, I don't know you. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. He's it's like, like a you got a better chance of getting away with murder than you do passing a school bus that's stopped. Yeah. No joke. That's impressive. I didn't know that. Yeah. He is that's like, crazy. there's, I forget what he said. There's three things in North Carolina you definitely don't ever want to do. Drink and drive. Um, not bus. not pay child support. And three, do not do not pass a stop school bus with the lights on. All right. He's like, beyond that, we can work around things. I like <laughs> it. He said those three. I was like, whoa. So Natalie and I are potentially going to go go and take our tests at the same time. I and think we'll see. I think that should be a JRM three sixty. <laughs> I don't know that they'll let Carson you do that in recording. But no, you know Carson what? told us that um, she would. Help us study. But you know with what the, the sad like, thing is? What's going to happen if you fail? The disappointment of you two walking out of that place <laughs> yeah. would be. No, epic. the disappointment of one of them, because one's bound to pass. One's yeah. bound to pass, and most likely it's going to be Natalie. Yeah. I have one more fast lane. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Now, Jonathan will get it because it was talked about last week. You may not get it because you didn't make it that far in the show. Um, <laughs> your thoughts on. Like riding boots and vests, the Han Solo look. Terrible. Really? Terrible. Why? I don't like boots in general. Oh, I understand that. I can't do I don't even boots. know him. Hang on, I like cowboy <laughs> boots. Start over. I don't know you. I like cowboy Go. boots. The but the there's some trends that nope, with don't there, talk to there me. are boot trends to me that are just super weird. Okay, so when I'm <laughs> like I can guarantee you when it like gets cooler outside, we'll tell I will you if be it's not good. I will be <laughs> rocking the Han Solo look. No. Yes. Please don't. I wear vest. I wear boots. I have like. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. My wife's like have you seven seen feet Pinterest? taller than me. Yeah. And when she wears her boots. Mm-mm. Well, mine don't have heels on them. Mine are flat. Duh. I can't let her wear heels. <laughs> That's true. I made her wear flats to our wedding. I made mine wear flip flops. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really Lord. make her. She chose to. She wanted to not be taller than me. Jeez. Good for her. Yeah. I, my wife would have to kneel down to not be taller than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Oh, my Good God. Lord. So is that our last fast lane? Yep. I, I feel like I did pretty good. I feel like you guys did. Yeah. Way better than Grady. Grady was like, do we speak in sentences or just one thought? One word. Or I'm like, one word. <laughs> Please don't provide a sentence. I feel like you should have to answer it like Jeopardy. <laughs> what is? What is? <laughs> what is? What is disappointment? Yeah. <laughs> now we can do daring assumptions. Oh, uh, did you did you prep? Because 
guess who won during the assumptions? Okay. Go about first. Truck and Cup last week. In my defense, I was not here, so I did not make a choice. Oh, Grady, as usual, the guest is the picker for the host that is not there, and Grady did not pick. No, Grady week. picked for himself. Grady picked for himself. I can tell you who Grady picked, but. Grady picked for himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Who's going first? I feel like Jonathan Davis really wants to go first. Go ahead. Me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. We're going to go with Truck, the number 92 of poor K. Kligerman. Okay. Kligerman, yeah. number 92, Black Star. Xfinitus, number 19, Daniel Suarez. All right. Okay. Cup, number 27, Paul Menard. Okay. Okay. That's a pretty good one. Uh, I dig it. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you want to go next, Kelsey? No. You want me to go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I didn't prepare for this at all. I've been busy. I'm going to go number 13, Cameron Haley, for the truck. Ooh. I feel like he's run really Man. good lately. Uh, That's really Jonathan close. picked last week. Yeah, he was really close two weeks ago. Was it? Um, for Xfinity, I'm going to go with the uh, – Ooh. I had a choice on this one, but I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with the 62 of Brendan Gaunt. I picked him last week. Am I just copying your picks from last week? I think what? so. Well, wait until you do cup, and I'll tell you. If you uh, and then cup, I'm going to go with, man, I really want to pick a Hendrick driver because I feel like they're yeah. going to have the best shot. But yeah. Um, I think there's going to be some hurt feelings this week. I think they can actually go roll out the heat. Like they I believe did. you're right. That's like the problem. Like, like, that's what like I'm they did at Chicago. That's what I'm afraid of. Uh, I'll go with the 31 of Ryan Newman. Okay. You were... Ten numbers off on Jonathan's cup pick. Ryan Blaney. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm going to switch mine. I'm going to go with the number one of Jamie McMurray. <laughs> he does run good there. He does. That's and they've they, uh, Ganassi's been on a heater lately. So I'm going to yeah. go with the one of Jamie McMurray. Not with anyone there. Okay. Actually, the ones run really good too. Um, I have no idea what I'm talking about in these. I don't know if these people run good at these places or not. Um, so. <laughs> Like the greatest like toy, toy ever. ever. So, so if you haven't heard, hang on. <laughs> Please tweet that sound. What is that sound, folks? We will talk about it next week. Yeah, if somebody I can promise. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Oh no! Like you are not going to tell people what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're going to see if people can tweet us back and tell us what that sound is. Jonathan okay. taught me a sweet trick, though, that I'm <laughs> I'm using, and I'm making lots of obnoxious noise. Go ahead, Kelsey. Good Lord. We um, interrupted you. I'm going to go with the 17. Okay. truck. Timothy Peters. Yep. I don't know if he's good at Vegas or what, but that's just who I'm picking. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick the 6. Oh. All right. Why are you picking Bubba Wallace? You picked Bubba Wallace for like fourteen ten weeks. weeks straight. Ten. It's only ten. Yeah. Um. And for Cup, not gonna pick Kevin Harvick this <laughs> week. <laughs> Way to be daring. Yeah. Uh, um. I'm gonna go with the three. Austin Dillon. Ooh, that is daring. That's good though. They had speed. They had. However, they did have speed and during a red flag in the Xfinity race. I <laughs> that's you know, them I, I will <laughs> say this, though. That's the first time I think I've ever seen NASCAR park somebody yep. for the remainder of the race. They, they worked on the car under red flag. They parked the three, and I was really surprised at that. However, there was only 
12 laps to go or 10 right. laps to go. I don't believe the it was. The oil tank was knocked out of it. Oh, it was? It literally hit so hard it blew the oil tank out of it. It it buckled the roof in the center of the roof. Like, that's a hard hit. Like, yeah, when he uh, when he drove over down pit road, I'm I'm impressed <laughs> the rear tires were touching. Did you see it, though? It was like... We did wreck there one time. We used to test at Kentucky all the time before yep. testing got shut down. And uh, Bobby Labonte backed one in just like that in the test. He drove that thing all the way back to the cup garage, dragging the fuel cell and all. He gets out of it, and he <laughs> throws the steering wheel. He's like, that one doesn't go on my resume. I drove it back. <laughs> That's actually a good point, yeah. Killed. I crashed a car qualifying there one time, an ARCA car. And I've never hit so hard. Like, literally, the center section of the car was twisted. Well, the girl that wrecked in the ARCA race. That was nuts. That was crazy. And she said the only reason why she's saying, like, telling her story and telling people about it is because she had a concussion and she was inspired by Dale, like, telling his story and, like, being public with the whole thing. And that's why she. Who's that? Sarah Quinnachink. Yeah. Oh, she did Friday night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't she know. got turned. Okay, so they were lapping a lap car. She was getting lapped by the leader. She was getting ready to go one lap down. And so her and the leader touched his left front to her right rear coming off of turn two. So she kind of hit the outside wall, but it glanced off the outside wall, and she hit the inside wall wide open. Mm -hmm. And it bounced off the inside wall so hard that she went all the way back out and hit the outside wall. Like, that's when you know you hit really hard when you hit the three walls. Just kind of zigzag across. And so I knew she was in trouble as far as concussions go when – so they had onboard camera. So she's trying to – get her bearings where she's at like you know not not that she didn't know where she was at but you know when you hit that hard it's it's yeah. your mind is taking yeah. a moment to process everything and i knew uh, that that she was in trouble because she kept trying to flip open her visor and it it wasn't working and uh, one of the first one of the first things that goes in, in a concussion is kind of your your simple motor skills you know being able to do things uh, definitively with your fingers and, and hands and movements and she was trying to get her thumb to work the the visor and it just wasn't working so mm. I knew right then that that she for sure I thought had a concussion and you know possibly it was some other other injuries. She did walk to the ambulance okay and and on her own, but uh, at the same time, you know you never want to see anybody get no. hurt no matter what the circumstances are. But she took an amazing hit, like it was unbelievable. So the fact that a concussion is all that she possibly has uh, is is a really good thing. She was very lucky in that crash. So yeah, we were um, like Mike Davis shared the story on. Twitter, uh, Fox Sports did a story on it online because she just said that, you know, she could go and get in a car, like if she wanted to, like if she wanted to, she could go get in a car, but it's not safe for her or anybody else. And she knows that. And Dale telling her his story and getting out of the car because he didn't feel, you know, and the doctors didn't feel like it was safe, you know, that really inspired her to, like, right. tell her story. And so, and she, um, so she races in the ARCA series. ARCA series doesn't require baseline testing like NASCAR does. So that's number one. They don't have a baseline test for her. Number two, concussions, as we've all talked about on the show, we talked about in the public, concussions are not a black and white. There's a lot yeah. of gray area. Um, you know, there's a lot of unknown. So for her to, to step up and say, hey, I don't feel right. I know something's wrong. That's obviously a huge step. And it's something that young racers need to, you know. Take, yeah, take I mean, heed. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at the Hans device, right? Obviously, it's one of those. <laughs> Obviously, it's one of those moments where 
you know, you don't want the circumstances to happen of where a lot of series mandate a Hans device or head and neck restraint. But at the same time, kids that are coming up that, you know, started post-2001, they don't know anything different other than wearing right. a, a Hans device or yeah. head and neck restraint. So the idea that I like from that is is that with this, now that somebody of Dale's stature has said, hey, I have a problem, I'm going to step out, it's not worth my health or anybody else's, it allows these young guys that that – maybe in the past would have been pressured to push through it and to, yeah. to just keep racing. It gives them an opportunity and out to say, hey, I don't feel right. I need to take a break. And so for me, that's that's a really cool step, um, you know, for her, but also to, like, you know, saying that Dale, Dale was the reason. I, I think in the future when kids or younger drivers get hurt, you'll see a lot more people kind of following along that, yeah. hey, I need, to, I need to get myself right before I go back in a race car. So, yeah, it was a good, good – uh, a good outcome to a bad event. Yeah. So that that all being said, uh, we know you're going to watch this weekend. Everybody that's listening, we know you're going to be keeping up. So your schedule is so weird because it's west, not west coast, but Las Vegas. So yeah, it it's uh, it seems late to me, but it's not really a night race for you. I know. I was really kind of bummed. I thought it was. It's <laughs> it is here. I mean, it it, it is. will be dark here <laughs> when you start your race. It is not going to uh, be there. October first, which is uh. Saturday night or Saturday evening, uh, the DC Solar 350 uh, is at 8.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1, number 00, Cole Custer in the Haas Automation Chevy. And then also on Saturday, but Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. on NBCSN, Elliot Sadler will be in the one main financial Chevy. I will be in the Brandt Professional Agriculture Chevy, which is actually not true. I'm in the TaxLayer.com Chevy this week. Uh, and Alex Bowman <laughs> will Sorry. be in the Alex Bowman will be in the Jack Link Chevy. That's why I don't even read this <laughs> Gosh, just give me a break. <laughs> it's been a really long week, okay? And that is the Drive Sober 200, which um, will be a really cool event. Second race in the chase. Then on Sunday, the third race in the chase round for the Sprint Cup Series, the Citizen Soldier 400, October 2nd, 2 p.m. Eastern on NBCSN. Uh, the number 88 Nationwide Insurance Chevy with Jeff Gordon behind the wheel. So, a lot of cool racing going on this week. A lot of different. I mean, we cover the we cover the map. You got northeast, southwest. Um, I mean, we're hot, everywhere. hot and dry, cold and rainy. Yeah. I don't know about the cold part, but the rainy part is it's possibly it's true. Fairly, fairly true. I feel like Dover it always rains. I do know. I put a little pressure on Justin. Last year, this race had no <laughs> practice. <laughs> oh, I know. So, and the seven car came out a blazing. Jason Burdett may or may not have done a post race interview <laughs> in <laughs> Media Center. That Probably was not. That was awesome, by the way. Uh, he wears crazy. a rain jacket and camo pants. Camo and pants, like and has crew chief. I'm, I'm saying like and has and his carries a beer. <laughs> yeah. The best part was um See maybe he had a Dale's Pale Ale and they just assumed that that's why he <laughs> was There you go. That could have been. That could have been it. Uh Matt uh god. What's his name? Does all the NASCAR in garage stuff. Matt Dillner. Dillner. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Dillner. The the video he's got and he's like they're looking at Jason and the kid guys sitting up there doing the press <laughs> conference and they're like that's you. 
The I best part is they're like, sir, who are you? <laughs> he <laughs> says his name. Yep. He's like, I'm, I'm Jonathan Davison. I'm a school teacher. Or no, I don't think he told him what he did. Yeah. Or did he? I don't remember. But it was. No, it was because they fu- they called him. Yeah. Justin, yeah. Uh, Regan Jason and, and Regan yeah. called him. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm a school teacher. And we're like, this guy's <laughs> teaching, our <laughs> teaching our future. <laughs> hey, no, no. Th- he's right. He didn't do anything wrong. No. I mean, the guy literally walked across the racetrack. That was legal. Yep. He walked towards the media center, had all of his stuff that he had carried through the race, and they just grabbed him. They're like, hey, you're up. Get on stage. And so, And yeah. that's, that media center is not the easiest media center I to get into. I have tried to get in there as a competitor in a fire suit. Oh, let you. Let's say I have tried to get in there to use the restroom a couple of times, that's like pre-race. Yeah. And it's like, nope, not going to happen. Yeah. So how a fan got in there, I don't know. But I, I think he walked <laughs> up towards, like, the back door. Yeah. Oh, he probably did because there's that back side, side door. Side door, yeah. yeah. So Made it happen. He did make it happen. He's, he's famous. He is famous. You are correct. More power to him. Well, we didn't laugh as much this week. No. But no. But I feel like we're going to have some tweets, texts, calls, messages. <laughs> I feel like I feel like somebody will get that. That is a very pronounced sound. So I'm gonna have People to are going to be kind of freaking out like, what is that sound? But the trick you taught me is pretty spectacular. Some people don't don't say how that it Oh yeah. Because you don't want people to like be yeah. able to guess it. Good Super call. easy. I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. You're going to say that you can do yeah. both at once. Yeah. yeah. So I'll cut that sound out as an MP3 file and I'll send it to both of you and then you can both tweet it from your account okay. and we'll tweet okay. it from my account and Dirty Mo Radio's account and see who can who guess can get it. it. We'll have a f- an Justin Algar signed hat sent their way. There we go. There we like go. It. Yeah. Although there you go. <coughs> anybody in the store currently cannot win. cannot guess is not is not <laughs> eligible. Eligible. Yeah. No. <coughs> no. He's already got a Brant hat, though, so he's okay. Yeah. He doesn't need a uh, signed hat. All right. His is actually already signed, too. Oh, perfect. So we're Perf- good. Done. Well, guys, thanks again for listening to another episode of Junior Motorsports Up Front. Um, as always, we tell you this. Um, we Text, don't. We tweets. We, we would like to see more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we want to hear what you want us to talk about. So uh, text, tweet, email, Facebook, you name it. Smoke signal. Yeah. <laughs> Airplane. Uh, message in a bottle. Any way you can get it to us, let us know what, what you'd like to hear from us, what you'd like us to talk about, and we'd love to hear from you. Uh, thanks again for listening and to another show. You've been listening to Junior Motorsports Upfront, brought to you by K1 Speed. To find a K1 Speed karting facility near you, go to k1speed.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 